Welcome to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you're interested in staying healthy, becoming fitter or stronger, getting rid of pain, or enhancing your athletic performance, this is the place for you. We're excited to be part of your journey to better health. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Sports Performance Podcast. Uh, welcome to any new listeners. Uh, welcome to the podcast and anybody returning back to our world. Uh, welcome back. We love having you uh, on board. Uh, today, we've got a great, fantastic podcast. Uh, however, before I uh, move on, I always like to share what's happening at Sports Performance and everything that we have, we have going on. Uh, we recently uh, just had a 80s themed uh, boot camp. Everyone had their leg warmers on, and that was fantastic. Uh, this upcoming month, we have some great new um, uh, potential things for to help clients move forward in their journey with with health and nutrition and everything else. So um, be on the lookout um, if you're really uh, looking for some help with. Um, I don't want to spoil it too much, but it rhymes with nutrition. <laughs> so uh, we've got uh, great new things coming up and then uh, let's see what else we have going on uh, today we're talking about sleeping uh, we are on this kick of how do we help people outside of pain and and why do we get to this because we have so many clients that we get to a point where they're like I'm pain-free I'm feeling great and uh, you know I've, I'm taking care of myself I'm doing my stretches I'm doing everything else but I still am not getting where I want to be. And that's a, a consistent message. You know, I've gotten to, to this place and now I just want to take it a little step further. And, you know, when, when you're doing the right exercises and, and you're doing the right stretches and you're out of pain, you're not, you don't have the aches anymore. Now, naturally, we're all humans. We want to take it to the like next level. Like, how do I do more? Um, and, and that's what we're really trying to support um, a lot of our clients with. What do we do next? And one of those missing pillars uh, we're going towards is um, the overall wellness approach. And so today's blog is just blog and podcast is geared towards that. Uh, and, and one of those pillars is going to be sleep. So uh, that's the why behind this podcast and blog. Uh, now let's go uh, right into it. So uh, sleeping, we all hear this, like why is sleeping so important? Um, I've heard it, people tell me I need to sleep um, 20 hours a day. No, you don't have to be a koala. Actually, I think they I do sleep that much. Uh, you don't have to be a koala. I, I think that, um, you know, there's going to be a fine line and um, there's enough research out there that does support that everybody runs on different timelines. So your body is able to adjust to different, or sorry, it runs efficiently and effectively at a certain number of sleep hours. But in general, there are going to be some recommendations. So before I give those exact numbers out, let's talk about why it's so important so you can really understand and put it in context. And then everybody's lifestyle and sleep routines are going to be a little different, but let me provide a little bit of guidelines. And these are the conversations we have client with clients inside the clinic to be able to support them. So literally, uh, these questions come from clients. So um, how can sleep impact weight loss or just your overall fitness journey? And and people think that that's, that's a little... Uh, far-fetched how can sleep help in weight loss and improve your health because normally we associate weight loss with food intake and so how does sleep 
affect my calorie burning or my ability to lose weight or gain weight or improve my health. So I think the easiest way to, to think about this is um, when you are losing weight or challenging your body, maybe you're not trying to lose weight, you're just trying to get more fit. Um, your body doesn't know that exercise or changes in calories or changes in nutrition is an intent. It doesn't know that, hey, I'm reducing calories to achieve a goal. All it knows is I'm not getting the same amount of gas or same amount of fuel coming into this car. So it, it's going to hit a shock factor and your body now has to react. So when you are changing your lifestyle and maybe doing weight loss, you are actually shocking your body. It does not know the purpose of this. It just knows I'm used to this number and you're now changing that. So you have a little bit of a shock factor. So if you're going for that weight loss or weight reduction, your body says, um, I need to be running as effective as possible in order to make this happen. So when we look at weight loss, you need to understand that um, th there's really two parts that are going to be big to help you achieve that. One would be nutrition and the other one's going to be sleep. And nutrition will cover on another um, another podcast, another blog, but I really wanted to focus on sleep. And um, there are some tips that I highly recommend to people. Uh, and and uh, I breathe this myself. We at Sports Performance, we talk about this regularly because it is we live the same lifestyle that you do. We're, we're trying to improve our health for the long term, just for our life and just maintain an overall um, good, healthy profile. So a few things that I've been seeing in clients that I highly recommend is remove the phone or the light or the stimuli prior to bed, at least 30 minutes. So I, I have a couple clients that will say, I have a hard time falling asleep. And one of the things that we've kind of um, found out is that they, the clients, will play with the phone, play on it for an hour or two leading up to bed. Or they lay in bed and then they just naturally grab the phone and then they come on onto it. And so whether that's Netflix or YouTube or, um, you know, TikTok or Snapchat, whatever your preferences or Instagram, it doesn't matter. You have to get that light, that stimuli away from it, your brain because that'll continue to process. And that creates more stimuli and it prevents you from going to sleep. Now, why is that so important? Because we know that the longer you can be in deep sleep, it's called REM sleep, R-E-M. So the longer you can be in deep sleep, that's when our body produces all the right hormones to repair everything that just happened, including human growth hormone, which is the repair, like that's the master repair hormone. Like if you went to the gym and you you know went for a run or you did uh, some shoulder exercises or leg exercises or lunges, your body during that time breaks down all that tissue. I don't I don't think a lot of people understand that or appreciate that. When you exercise, your body is literally breaking down that muscle tissue. And the benefit is at night when we go into that REM REM sleep, those hormones are now being produced to what? Repair and make it stronger and more resilient.
So that's why people develop stronger muscles because at night that's when that repair process happens combined with the right food. But today we're just talking about sleep. So just know at night when you can get a longer REM sleep is when you can have the most amount of repair, which means the most amount of progress. So uh, how do we get more REM sleep? I think the, the current recommendation, if you sleep eight hours, uh, to achieve REM where your heart rate and your breath and your breathing rate just drops, nice controlled, and everything is steady, which means that you're not being interrupted at night, you're, not, you're able to go to sleep, is about four to six hours of REM sleep per night. So let's do the math. If you sleep eight hours and assume you go to sleep or you lay down at that one hour mark, at the zero mark, and it takes you about a half hour to go to sleep and then a half hour for your body to neutralize and relax. And then you get six hours of REM sleep and then you hit your alarm and then you have like an hour of like you're tossing and turning or whatever it is. Now you're thinking about the day. That deep sleep is where you're the most productive. It's not time in bed. Don't be deceived. That just because you're in bed for that long doesn't mean you're getting that REM sleep. It's actually time when your heart rate and your breathing rate has dropped to a steady state where it's relaxed. Now, uh, you don't need any fancy machines. Um, I know there's a lot of products out there that tell you how often you should sleep or how to monitor your sleep. All you need, honestly, is uh, if, if you're a, a heart rate monitor uh, person, um, you can wear, it doesn't have to be uh, you know, an Apple Watch or, or any form of fancy watch. It just needs to monitor your heart rate. And why would that be important? Because if you can get that heart rate all the way down and it controls the lowest heart rate and it monitors the heart rate, that's the amount of REM sleep. Now, that's not the biggest predictor, but it helps you understand. So if you can understand that at night you need to get complete rest that's the most important thing here and by having light or stimuli is going to delay that process and delay your recovery so sleep is critical for your body's ability to repair and understand that when you challenge it such as weight loss that it is critical that you get full sleep because that's when you're going to produce the right amount of hormones to help you repair and get ready for the next day. So, number one, watch your stimuli. No Instagram, no Facebook. Get off of those, you know, Pinterest. Get off. Just allow yourself to sleep. So, um, artificial light stimulates the brain and actually will keep you up. That's number one. Uh, number two, we talked about it um, helps you produce the um, the human growth hormone, all those things that allow you to be productive for that next day to repair yourself. Now, if you've ever felt this, uh, and I, I'm guilty of this myself, uh, if you felt, you know, you had a hard workout, right? You're, you were doing push-ups or sit-ups or whatever it is, and your body's kind of sore, and you get really bad sleep, the next day you feel, up, you feel even more sore or worse, like achy, that's because you didn't get a good quality sleep to repair. So when you're doing weight loss and you have calorie reduction, your body sees that as trauma. And that sleep allows your body to repair and use all of that food and those calories for what it needs to, to repair, to fuel the entire body.
So when you're delaying sleep, you're allowing your you are not allowing your body to reach reach its maximal potential. So uh, for one, eliminate the stimuli. Number two, make sure that you're producing all the right things and allowing your body truly to recover. All right. So the next one, uh, if you uh, are a late night snacker or a late night a late night uh, eater. Um, I was guilty of this and I'm getting better at it. And for this reason, I started to understand sleep and, and really to allow my body to um, repair. Uh, and if you guys don't know, I, I shared this on a on a recent um, newsletter and, and um, video that we did uh, with Sports Performance. If you haven't seen it, it's on our YouTube channel. And it's really my journey to losing um, a lot of weight, actually. And not super rapid, but in a very reasonable time. I lost... Um, 42 pounds in four months and um, on my journey to do this one of the biggest things and I tell clients that people have asked me this like what was the biggest game changer for you one of the number one things that I've told people and I'm genuine about this is that sleep I learned how important sleep was I actually started looking at my heart rate and looking at how long I was actually sleeping not just in bed so I actually started tracking my heart rate and I actually started looking at how many how many sleep hours am I getting per night. So if any of you have been around the podcast and sports performance for a long time, you understand that I used to run on like four to five hours of sleep. Um, that I love, I just, I can't, I love to think. I, I, I love to process information. And so when I wasn't sleeping, I would just be, you know, reading books, listening to podcasts. And I finally learned that um, what I was doing to myself was creating more stress. I felt more productive in my brain, but my body couldn't catch up. So I was actually gaining weight because I wasn't sleeping enough. And that's very hard for people to believe. So the one of the biggest things in, on top of just eating a little bit cleaner and, and not making too dramatic of changes, I actually started sleeping more. And guess what? My body finally said, wow, this is what it feels like to be stabilized. We're sleeping. I feel well rested. Guess what? The pounds just shed and they just like came off. And it was amazing to watch. And I tracked it. I have a graph. If you guys ever interested, I'll, I'll share my the app I use, everything. Um, I just tracked it. And every single week I was losing one to two pounds, sometimes three. And I just measured my body fat to make sure it was actually accurate, that I wasn't losing a lot of muscle mass because to me that was very important. So uh, I got more sleep and I lost more weight. And I'm telling you guys, this is genuinely something you can be doing. You don't you don't always have to be looking for the next you know fad or the the machine that's going to do it or the nutrition program that's going to do it for you. One of the easiest things you can be doing is getting yourself more sleep. So the the tip number three was going to be I started eating um, earlier in the evening. I've never been a big believer that if you eat late at night, you're going to gain weight. That, I don't think that's true because I think it's really about an energy balance, like calories in, calories out. However, if you eat very close to being you know, late at night, maybe right before you go to bed, your body now has to digest that food, right? You're taking time, energy away from allowing your body to fully recover. Now you're adding another stimulus, right? So the worst thing you can do is you can be on your phone right before bed eat right before bed so now your body has to your your brain is still going and your stomach is still going your body cannot hit stabilization mode or REM sleep 
until both of those things are calmed down. So what you're doing is you're delaying how close you get to that REM opportunity or that REM sleep where you can actually stabilize and your body can start producing all those good hormones to help get you balanced. So if you were to, you know, watch TV or phone at night, that delays because that delays the stabilization period because now your brain's going. And if you eat too close tonight, now you have digestion going and that's going to make it uneasy. You're going to be stirring and moving. It's pretty straightforward. So give your body the chance to be able to relax. So cut your food about two hours before bed. What that does is it allows your body to digest. And maybe, you know, if you if you go to sleep at nine, you know, cut it at six or seven. And then you're probably, you know, you're going to go shower, get ready for bed, maybe put your kids to sleep. I mean, and, and that's great because you're up. And now your your body's digesting while you're moving. So that's a better way versus, you know, you, you, you finish your dinner at seven and then you sit on the couch. There's not like... You, you need some movement going, right? And, and that's going to be beneficial for you. So um, I highly recommend cut the electronics. Um, make sure that you you cut dinner or short about two hours before dinner or before, excuse me, before you go to bed. So if you go to bed at 10, cut it at 8 p.m. Uh, another one I wanted to share that I recently also um, started supporting people with uh, kind of a nutrition-based um, approach in a, in a group setting. And one of the things we realized was that you should cut your water um, about two hours before bed as well. Not because uh, anything other than it disrupts your sleep if you have to get up in the middle of the night multiple times. Now, think about this. If we want four to six hours of uninterrupted REM sleep, that means that if you get up to go to the restroom, you're breaking that cycle. And and for the same reason that you don't want to eat too close to dinner, you're not going to be or you don't want to go to sleep too close to dinner because you're going to be kind of shuffling and moving and uneasy and you're just thinking about the food you just ate. All that does is add more stress to the body. So it's obviously not going to say, okay, you know what? Now is the time to relax. Your body can't relax because you're adding stimuli right before you go to bed. So cut water and food two hours before bedtime so you can just enjoy what you're supposed to do, which is go to sleep. Um, all right. So uh, the last one, and and this is a, I don't think that people appreciate this one as much. For those of you, if, if alcohol is in your world and you, you enjoy uh, uh, a wine or whatever it is that you do, just know that um, when you consume alcohol, um, th- it's also going to interrupt your sweet sleep quality, and um, for the same reason that food would be, and and ultimately y- you don't want to have to process anything before you go to bed. So if your body is trying to process alcohol, now we have a different, you know, now it's trying to break that down so it can, you know, absorb it, go into your system. For the same reason that food is an issue, alcohol is going to be the same issue too. So cut it two hours before whatever it is, not too close to bedtime. Either way, any form of liquid or uh, food cut it two hours before, and the same thing, mental stimulation. So intake and intake. So mental intake and, uh, you know, digestive intake need to be removed. And that's not rocket science, you guys. I, I think you guys need to understand that ultimately these principles are really fundamental. And we're trying to find things that will limit you from staying up at night. And some of those things might be 
you found a really good video or something got you really riled up and you know you were watching something and you're like oh, I don't I, I can disagree with that and all that does is now turns you your brain on and you're trying to go to bed to turn it off and the minute that you consume water um, or excuse me food or alcohol now your body has to process that it's going to delay your ability to go to sleep and relax and rest and the same thing with with water intake you know you delay or you keep drinking water right before you go to bed it's going to keep you up at night so just remove all the stimuli that is going to literally wake you up in the middle of the night or delay you going to bed i know it sounds really easy but it is a challenge. So for me personally, um, as I went through kind of my own personal weight loss transformation or just reality check, I started getting um, better at acknowledging my body and what it, what foods interrupted my sleep. So I realized that like bulkier foods would take a long time to digest. So like fruits, um, you know, breads, like big bulkier things, it just like made my stomach uneasy or would take time to digest. So I started cutting those. I actually started, I stopped reading um, and I stopped uh, looking at my phone about 30 minutes before I went to bed. And I literally would just look up at the ceiling and have better conversations with my wife or my kids or whatever it is. And that let, let my body relax. And um, these are key fundamental things. If you're really trying to make a change in your life, You've gotten to a point where you're no longer, you don't have aches and pains, you don't have a lot of injuries, and you're doing great. How do I stay there? How do I prevent things from happening again? And I think the we as humans don't think about sleep or nutrition as a way to keep us injury-free or achieving the goals we want, and that might be weight loss. So staying injury-free and healthy has bigger elements that in theory if you look at this when you exercise you exercise maybe one to two hours a day max even 45 minutes but you're sleeping one third of the day so you're trying to exercise one out of 24 hours but the repair process and the most important things that allow you to do what you want without interruptions is sleep which is one third of the day eight hours so instead of working harder on your exercise or trying to eat all the best things possible do the easiest thing that you're already doing every single day and just do that better but we're always looking for the quick fix it's not the immediate gratification of seeing the pounds drop but the back-end work of sleeping properly allows that to happen so if you're really looking for a change and you've been stuck or struggling with that, look into sleeping. Start tracking it. And you don't have to go out and buy apps and buy all these things. Literally, just start looking at how many hours did I sleep last night. And if you're already you know, at four, you need to expand that just a little bit. And don't, don't think that you're going to sleep 10. You kind of have to go incrementally. I went from four to six to eight. And that probably happened over about a month or two. And now, uh, if you guys don't know, I'm a proud father of um, of Jacob, and uh, he's now seven or eight weeks. And because of that, uh, he is uh, sleeping a little bit less, and so my sleep is definitely interrupted at the moment. But um, uh, I encourage you guys to, if your lifestyle allows it, to get more sleep. All right, I hope that helps. Uh, I will catch you guys on the next episode. Uh, I hope you guys are staying healthy, fit, and safe. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Sports Performance Podcast. 
If you enjoy our content, help us help others by giving us a five-star review. This gives us an opportunity to provide people just like you with great information to stay healthy. If you have any questions, email us at teamsp at sportsperformancept.com. If you want more, head over to our website and sign up for our VIP email list to stay in touch with the latest and greatest. And while you're there, download one of our free reports on back pain, knee pain, ankle pain, or running efficiency. It doesn't matter if you're new to exercise, an experienced personal trainer or coach, healthcare professional or professional athlete. This information is literally for anyone interested in fitness and health. We're excited to keep you healthy and active. We'll see you on our next episode.